Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the m m movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture. All right, welcome back to another episode of Movers of the Culture. We've got a special guest with us, you guys, so stay tuned. We'll get right into that right after this. From the quality to the turnaround to the pricing to the discounts and all of the free items you get when you order with Kila Design Studio, there's no reason to shop anywhere else. That's the only place I get my customized t-shirts from, for my company, for all of my artwork, holiday items. There's no other place that I'm rocking with. Make sure you guys go check them out. I'm rocking with it. Welcome back to Movers of the Culture, yo. I'm sitting here with a special guest, man. Uh, I'm gonna jump into the into the introduction. Probably he doesn't need one, but I'm getting to him anyway over here at Movers of the Culture. We definitely love to get people their flowers. So let's jump into this. Uh, he's been alive for the party at all type of events, ranging from corporate to industry to private events as well. Uh, been in some of the most popular nightclubs in the States. Uh, let's see here. If you've seen a boogie with a hoodie performing, more than likely saw this man behind him. Sometimes, uh, let's see, he supports all type of genres of music. And if you go to his IG Live, you're for sure going to be amazed by the variety set that he um, plays for sure. Uh, when they say DJ, this man is exactly what they mean when they say that. So it's a pleasure for me to introduce you all to the one and only DJ Pinnacle. Man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. Hey, no problem at all. It's a pleasure. How you doing today? First off, man, I can't complain. Man, God is good. Woke up today. Can't complain, man. Word. Can't let the uh, election stuff hasn't hasn't been. Um, Stuck in your head, you haven't been watching that. I mean, not gonna happen. hold you. I, I I watch, you know, I watch it here and there, man. But end of the day, they gotta do what they gotta do. Uh-huh. Just gotta keep marching forward, man. Indeed, indeed. Well, let's jump right into the questions, man. Starting off, just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where you came, where you come from, um, and how you got into being a DJ and in the music industry. Period. Um. Yeah. Um. Like I said, for those that don't know me, DJ Pinnacle. Born in Patterson, New Jersey, raised in Teaneck, New Jersey. Um, been DJing for about, I'll say since about 2006. Um, actually first started DJing, um, doing parties when I attended Hampton University. Um, little dorm parties in there. Um, did a couple mixtapes here and there. Then when I came back home, started doing parties in my basement where I got around you know, my parties got popping. So from there, <laughs> I jumped from the basement to like doing VFW halls here and there. Then once the VFW halls started dying down, worked my way to like the bar and club scene where my mentor, DJ Evil D, um, pretty much dubbed me like the next thing. So the highest level be Pinnacle. That's how Pinnacle evolved. Um, started doing parties at a spot called Geronimo's, um, which is right by FDU, Fairleigh Dixon University, right in Teaneck. Just pretty much working my way in. And once I got my foot into New York, after that, everything just took off to where I'm doing residencies in New York, have my residencies in Jersey, taking and doing different things in Philly, Maryland, 
pretty much all over, just networking and networking, networking, which was my biggest thing. You know what I mean? Because networking is key, and that's how a lot of doors open up for me. Um, fast forward, I've been doing clubs for a long time. Um, as a matter of fact, even this year, I was still doing clubs until, it's, until the pandemic hit, and that stopped. So i just been doing a lot of Instagram lives and all that. But um, I'm also a member of the Union DJs, one of the biggest DJ coalitions in not just North America, but the world, man. Um. If you know, you know, names like DJ Self, Superstar J, DJ Will, Power 1051, um, DJ Omanaya, who is a biggest official tour DJ, shout out to Omanaya, um, DJ Nori, the biggest reggae Don, Power 1051, like they're all union members, you know what I'm saying? And the union actually has our own segment on, on our on Sirius XM, Shady 4-5, which I've been blessed to DJ on uh, multiple occasions. Um, also been rotation on Sirius XM Fly, which is the throwback 90s and 2000s station, which to me is my my favorite station out of all the stations of Sirius XM. <laughs> I, don't, not gotcha. you. Nah, I, mean, I love, I love, I love the throwbacks. Um, Indeed. But yeah, man, um, I've been doing this for a while. Um, shout out to, also shout out to MP3 Wax, uh, which is one of the biggest record pools for DJs with about 70,000 DJs registered already. Um, yeah, so check out mp3wax.com for any artists submitting music. Um, just definitely go submit your music, work out some deals, and you can have your music played by some of the biggest DJs all across the nation and Canada as well. So, yeah, man. No way. Doing this for a while. Boy, yeah, hey, that's a long, long, long resume. Tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit more about the union, and you know what is it, what what it exactly is, and how did you get introduced into it, and you know your role. Okay, well, the union pretty much, if you think of the music industry, the radio industry, um, it's pretty much two biggest names on the East Coast, which is us, the union DJs. And then you got the heavy hitters. So it's not too many DJ coalitions out there still existing. I mean, you still got, you know, core DJs, fleet DJs, but the ones that's really running the games, the one that's actually getting these calls from labels to do meetings is the union DJs, which is us and the heavy hitters. Um, and salute to all my, salute to my heavy hitter brother, DJ Walla, you know, representing Jersey and Drewski as well. You know, we may be two separate teams, but we're still Jersey. So, you know, that's what's up. Um, but, yeah, the Union DJs, we actually had a documentary um, put together last year, um, which is pretty dope, which shows how the Union DJ started from then till now. Um, it was founded by DJ Will, DJ Self, the legendary Big Cap, rest in peace, um, DJ S1, um, and, and pretty much just took that formula of bringing in the dopest DJs that's out there not just you know piggybacking off somebody else but they're actually making a staple in a brand for themselves so how I got involved is I did a lot of um openings for DJ Will and DJ Will is on Power 51 every 2 a.m to 4 a.m every Friday um I bought him in New Jersey I was probably the first DJ to ever bring him to Jersey. And he see my movement. He didn't like my movement. He, he And I had residencies in New York, which opened up for him. So he knew that I had the talent. And early 20, in late 
It was late 2018, December 2018. I got the call. Do you ever want to be part of the union? Which I always wanted to be part of the union. And introduction was made January 2019. So shout out to my 2019 class of the union DJs, which which is the biggest class they ever had. I think it was about like 20 of us. And we had DJs from Canada, London, myself. Uh, we had Baltimore, we had Texas, we had Atlanta. Like a lot of DJs came together for that class of 2019. And that's how I became under the union DJs. Word. So is uh, how does uh, a DJ get into the union or uh, how, how does that, that uh, process go? I mean, honestly, it's about being on someone's radar. If you're on their radar, that's a plus. If you're not on their radar, you, you pretty much got some work to do to get on there. You know what Indeed. I mean? Just like anything, you just like you anything. Put you put that work in. You know what I'm saying? So once you put the network, the network in, and you put that work in, they take notice. Just so happens that you know, handful of the DJs was able to, to get that, and then be a member right. of the union DJs. And right. we just had a brand yeah. new 2020 class as well, which we brought in. I believe it was four female DJs. That they brought oh, in so we're really trying to bring in the female dj movement so shout out to all the female djs out there all the females for sure yeah they it's a lot of them stepping up i i, I didn't came across i didn't know there was that many and yeah, yeah I, i'm following a, a number of different female djs for sure uh i know you you've named uh, uh name dropped a lot of different other djs you know uh was there one in particular that uh gave you inspiration or um you know a mentor why you you know got while you started on your journey till now? Um, I would say well, the DJ that was most influential to me career wise was Kid Capri. Um, I always like enjoying him, watching him as a kid, because when I first met him, he was DJing at the Birkenfield Rink, where my father, who then was still working the sheriff department for Bergen County, got me in. So me and my brother in there, you got to be eighteen and over. Oh, we man. like twelve. <laughs> I'm like 12 years old in there. You know not supposed I mean? to be in there at all. I'm not supposed to be in there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not supposed to be in there. Like, I mean, like, I'm in middle school. I'm not supposed to be in there. So I get to see, you know, the Kid Capri's, the Funk Flexes, oh, other girls, um, Wendy Williams, when she was still working with Hot 97. Um, I got to see, you know, a whole bunch of your favorite 90s artists, man, from Foxy Brown to Biggie to whoever. Yeah, but, and at this time, sorry to interrupt you, at this time, were you interested in, in music and honestly, being a DJ? I, honestly, I, I was, because the main reason why I went to the rink, I know how to skate, still don't know yeah. how to skate. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I went for the music, pretty much the music, yeah. the girls in the video games. That's the only reason why I really went, and I'm, I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> so what I would do is, because uh, they had like a little, you know, the skating rink, but the DJ booth was in the middle. So technically, you're not supposed to cross the rink without skates on. I did anyway, got in the DJ booth, and I'm just looking around over people's shoulders, you know, rubbing elbows and this, that, and the third. So that's how I met the, you know, the Kicker Priest, the Flexes, the Cry Piece, all the, you know, top DJs of that time. And Kicker Priest always been that one that had, that marked every single aspect of being a great DJ. Almost like marking Kobe of being a great basketball player, you know what I'm saying? You got to have the IQ. You got to read the crowd. You got to have, you know, talk on the mic and and bring that in. Transition some point, scratching on point. You know what I mean? Juggling yeah, everything yeah. else. Like he oh, marked yeah, off every single thing, and I felt yeah. like, you know, I want to do this. I need to learn each and every single aspect. So that's why I I, I try to learn and study from him. 
Also, my mentor was DJ Evil D. Um, he still does his thing. And um, I would definitely have to say another one who person that, that really, 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 really helped me out was definitely DJ Will. Um, Will pretty much taught me the ins and outs. And even on even doing radio, he gave me pointers here and there because, you know, you can't you don't want to over talk on radio. You don't want to not talk, you know, at all. And have that right blend. But you got to make sure that you speak at the right time. You know what I'm saying? So you just want to go in your, your your radio set automatically talking. And you don't do that. So certain little things, little quick bits here and there that he taught me to do. And, you know, he was very influential in my career. Where, yeah, for sure. Uh, being an artist, I definitely know, like, when you get on that mic, whether it's a beat behind you or not, you, you got to be in pocket. Yeah. You got to you gotta know when to say something, when not to, when to allow the other person, you know. So, hey, that's that's cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so, you uh, you talked about, you know, you love certain area, eras. What was the, you know, or is the golden era for you as far as music? Oh, my golden era, like, always loved the 90s. Um, I'll say the 2000s. I mean, that that pocket right there is amazing for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, the 90s is so much music there. It's still so many classics. Indeed. Um, as a kid, but then, you know, growing up, you know, teenager, you know, and in, in being in the 20s, the 2000s is like, that's, that was life. <laughs> That's you know what I mean. That's, yeah. early, that's early party mode, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got your, yeah. from G Unit, the Dipset. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's cash man. money, cash, cash money, money, early yeah. young money. You know what I'm saying? Rough Riders, Bad Boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so many different like <laughs> like. I feel bad for the for the kids that weren't able to grow up in those times because if you were '80s baby, early '90s baby, your music collection was epic now i mean you grew up at the right time Your life it, like it, like pop culture was the shit <laughs> know what i'm saying and able to see like able to say like yo yo i've been there for big i've been there for pop i mean i've been there for you know when 50 cent drop i was there when it was kanye versus 50 cent going head to head so who got the better you know album you know what i'm saying no i mean i was there yeah, for man. you know 106 and park when 106 <laughs> park was that shit so you know what I'm saying? Even Rhapsody. Yeah, the base, so the basement like, and everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So that was to me that to me that 90s, 2000s were the golden era for me. Now you guys know what? I think I'm addicted to tea. I, I, I didn't know you could be addicted to something like, like tea, but yeah, I'm addicted. E&E Tea Company, like they got me addicted, man. And it's, man, it's so good. Like when I'm super stressed from the business, you know, this stuff always get me right, man. And, get back to doing business man it's a black owned company too man and they got unlimited flavors because they do it themselves Psh, i'm rocking with it e and et company word uh, so we're saying that uh how do you feel about the the new era of music you know how the sound the the quality how do you feel about i mean it? The, the quality the quality is dope like i like the new sound i like all the all the new artists that's out um Sir artists, I I kind of you know don't get, but yet on the same token, hey, it's the business. You gotta rock with it. You know what I'm saying? But there's other ones that yo, I really really like their style. I like what they bring to the table. I like how they carry themselves, and I like how they you know do things on their own terms to change the culture and push the culture even forward to what it is. Because we need we need we need that new 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 heat. 
Yeah, we need innovators for sure. Yes, we need to be refreshed with new stuff. You know what I mean? So like artists like the baby, little baby. You know what I mean? I tremendous fans of. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's, I feel like it's so many artists. I mean, even on R and B side, because I'm an R and B head. I'm R and B head. Like I drop, I have my own series called Vibes and Chill, which I showcase up and coming R and B artists or like hip hop soulful tracks, and it's so many artists out there from the Coiler Rays, um, Reich, um, dang, I was like, it's like so many, Elliot Trent, um, hey, and he's actually from Columbus, Ohio, uh, Elliot, shout out to, um, Elliot, man, we went to yeah. high school together, he used to make music okay. and everything together, yeah, so he's, man, like, he's, he's doing his thing, man, yeah, I'm a huge Elliot Trent fan, man, like, it's, it's so many dope artists out there, it's, it's, it's so many, yeah, Know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like yeah, that. I, I brace it. I brace new music. Yeah, I, it's at first I kind of, you know, I'm not that old, but still got a, a reference point to what I, you know, thought was the standards of music, you know. Yeah, so, but yeah. but it's it's it still is refreshing, and you might not get it at one at first, but eventually you like, okay, I, I see what they're doing. Yeah. You might not like it, but you you, you definitely got to appreciate what they're doing for sure. Oh, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, you know, people that grew up in my era and before, it's all about lyricism. Like, yes, mm-hmm. lyricism is key, but, you know, it's also an art form. So not, so even though you may not like a quote-unquote mumble rapper, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just not for you. Don't listen to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, for me, like, some of them I do like, some of them I, I don't, but either way, I'm a rockin' and support it because you can't knock mm-hmm. anybody down. You know what I'm saying? Just got to lift everybody up. So I still rock with Indeed. Well, I completely understand because I, <laughs> I do the same as well, for real. <laughs> All right, so now now we'll switch it up and go into, you know, a couple lighter questions. It's either one or the other. Um, I do believe the ones I have on here are just some simple ones, not even one or the other. But starting with the first one, what is the best place uh, to get wings in New Jersey? That wings in New Jersey. Hmm. Honestly, my favorite, favorite spot is called Peck Peck in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's a Korean, it's a Korean fried chicken Korean spot. And it's been, it's like, you know, the spot is fire because it's so small. Like you, like you could only fit maybe about 10 people inside there. And the oh, line yeah. wraps around <laughs> this, the block. And oh, they man. only have like three flavors there, but it's so immaculate in the way that they make this chicken. Oh my God, it's crispy, it's juicy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing, bro. Like, and I'm a wing connoisseur. Like, I love me some wings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like, they've been all over the newspapers and, you know, they got a whole bunch of awards for being some of the best, you know, Korean fried chicken in Jersey. So definitely Peck Peck Kitchen in Teaneck is my favorite spot. All right, cool, cool. We're going to plug that in. Make sure everybody go check that out. One more question yeah. for you um, in this section. What does New Jersey mean to you? I mean, the Garden State is everything, man. Like, I feel like I embody Jersey because, you know, we not we may not be New York, but we still got the swagger enough to 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 go against New York. You know what I'm saying? Like people still gotta give us that respect. 
like it's funny because if I, if I go places, people tell me talk. Oh, you from New York? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm Jersey. <laughs> like, 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 don't get me wrong. Like, I love me some New York. I got so much uh-huh. fam and love and over there in New York, but it's Jersey, man. Like we like <laughs> like we nigga Jersey, nigga Jersey club music. You know what I'm saying? That club music hits different when you go out to yeah. Patterson, you go out to Newark. You know what I mean? Birkin County, we just got swag. OD swag, you know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 you compare like Bergen County to how it is in New York, like our our fashion sense and coordination will be like Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Boy, like gosh. we got that feel. You know what I'm saying? But like, fly, flyness. Yeah, yeah, we just really fly. You know, we we could we could talk quick, get to what we got to get. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Jersey, baby. <laughs> What? Yeah. Hey, say less, say less. <laughs> it's Jersey. Yeah. All right, so the next section is going to be explain that picture. I got a couple pictures here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to share one of them. Let's see how share this. And you just give us a little detailed background on, you know, what's going on in the picture. Okay. Let's see here. All right. Oh, yeah. Remember this. Right, so that's the first one. Okay. Yes, this was um, one of the celebrations that we had. We brought in um, Sienna Love, who is the daughter of infamous rapper Charlie Baltimore. And she she's a DJ and also she was on, um, uh, what was it, Growing Up Hip Hop? She was on Growing Up Hip Hop as well. Yeah, and, she, okay. and she is a member of the Union DJs. So that's when we all came together. We had a meeting um i actually met the dude there shout to steve he actually discovered nipsey hustle and gave us a whole story how he discovered nipsey and i remember my first time meeting nip was in 2000 i believe 2011 2012 around there because i was djing at a spot called pink elephant in new york and just so happened nip was on one of the corners passing out cds and nip wasn't nip like we know now now, yeah. I mean, Nipsey had the baby face, no beard, braids, you know what I'm saying, the whole nine yards. And, yo, I remember just chopping and gut with him, t- took a CD, exchanged info. Then after that, he dropped a, he dropped a record with Lloyd, um, filling myself not too long ago after that. And then, you know, that was, that was, my, that was, that was dope, too. But, yeah, that was, that, was a dope, that, was, that was a dope time in the studio in New York. Hey man, that sounds legendary, y'all. That's a legendary night for sure. Uh, let's see here. So the next one is let's see here. Get to this one. And it's one with. Uh, let's see here. Come on. Not sure if it's gonna do it or not. I done a little slow. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, that's my rock right there. That's my mother, um, who just celebrated her birthday on the second. Yeah, man, that woman's the epitome of love, man. Right. She don't happy birthday. Man. She don't told me everything. That's my rock right there, man. She told me how to cook, clean, so make sure that if I can need to defend for myself, I can do it. Don't take any shit from nobody. Don't do take it, yeah. don't, in her words. Don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> you know what I mean, but that's a queen right there. <laughs> I, I've never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, she would tell me hey, that. Don't take no wooden keys. Sure, that's pretty much like you no. Know, don't take no shit from nobody. No slack from anybody. Just do you. Focus on you. Put God first. The rest will follow. And have that much to see the faith, and that's what you got to do. And that's my mom's right there. 
Hey, wait, that's hey, that's beautiful. I love my mom too, so I can see it. So yeah, yeah, that's fact, what's man. up. Fact, uh, let's fact. see. <laughs> hey, they they reason why we here. <laughs> Yo, for real, for real, man. Like you can't, we wouldn't be nowhere without them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, 100%. like mothers are the most selfless, strongest people that they could ever be on planet Earth, and I'm blessed to have one of the greatest ones. Indeed, indeed, especially when they of color, man. Like yo, facts. The, stuff, the stuff they got to go through, like yo, oh, so superheroes, much, superheroes, gotta, for sure. We, we gotta keep protecting our black queens, man. That's that's a fact. You know what I mean? Indeed, Hold them up indeed. to a higher pedestal than ever. Indeed, for sure. That's that's beautiful. All right, um, couple more questions for you. Uh, you know, talked about it briefly. You know, with the corona, uh, with the virus going on, you know, things slowing down a little bit. But yeah. how have you been able to, you know, readjust um, and you know keep things moving, keep staying focused, you know, and, and keep moving? Oh, um, yeah. Honestly, for me, like it's been it's been for any DJ or anybody in our field, it's been tremendously hard because we wasn't expecting this much of an impact to what we do. Um, in the early parts, it was hard because, you know, income wasn't coming in at all. So we had to pretty much wait months and months and months until things got in order for us to either, you know, get grants, get loans, whatever we got to do for those who have LLCs, get more opportunities, those that don't try to, you know, make way what you possibly do. Um, I know for myself, I've been doing a lot of virtual bookings as much as I can. Which kind of helps me out too, because I'm DJing here. I was able to do bookings in like Virginia, Florida. You know what I'm saying? So it was pretty cool. I'm um, doing virtual bookings, especially through Zoom. Zoom makes life easier, and um, Zoom is actually about to start doing um live events. Um, I read the article the other day. So pretty much how you got Eventbrite, Zoom is pretty much cutting the, like the Eventbrite's out, because usually people do an event on Zoom, you have the Eventbrite, and then you put the uh -huh. link on the Zoom link on Eventbrite, so Zoom's like, forget that, uh -huh. we want all the monies. <laughs> so they cutting Eventbrite out, <laughs> they cutting Eventbrite out completely, and they doing their own live events that you can do on Zoom, paying through them, ticketing, the whole nine yards, which is smart, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it definitely is. Especially like now, because right. we don't really know what's going to happen during the winter time, and a lot of things are not going to be, you know, as they were, you know what I mean? Because DJing now may be a little bit easier for some people because most people still DJ outside, but those that do inside, I mean, that's pretty much a higher risk of, you know, you don't know what's going to go on. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, it's not going to hold you. Yeah, I don't even know how, I don't know how Atlanta is doing it right now, but a lot of my DJs down there, they're still rocking these clubs. Yeah. Like nothing <laughs> that, happened. That's a different place. Yeah, that's a different place <laughs> down there. <laughs> like they're nothing happened. People. Yeah. yeah, so I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm like, how do y'all do that? Do y'all get tested every single half hour? Like, how does they that ha I don't think they even care about tests. I think they're just just going. Like I've seen spots in Atlanta where it's, like, wall to wall. Like, it's 2019 all over. Yeah. Like, yo. I'm and like, it's, more, it's even more packed than it was before. Exactly, because everybody <laughs> might want to get out, because... I got everybody from, I know from New York and New Jersey flying out to Atlanta just to go party to come right back. Oh, man. So I'm like, wonder why Jersey numbers going up and New York numbers going up and Atlanta, is, it, it is what it is. But yeah, man, like the only, <laughs> only way I really kept afloat was doing these Instagram live mixes, which now I got to transfer that to 
Twitch and Mixcloud because Instagram implemented the rules and regulations for copyrights. It'd be more stricter now. And like even last night, I'm trying to go live last night, DJing while the election's on. I got kicked off five times because of the copyright law. So yeah, for some reason, Instagram hasn't worked something out with the record labels to get that done. And to me, I'm like, yo, that's it would be super smart if they came up with like a subscription it. or like a pay tier for artists and musicians to showcase mm -hmm. music. You know what I'm saying? This way, they don't worry about getting kicked off and Instagram can make money and the record labels can make money. To me, that would be the simplest thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's it's, that's a genius idea. And if they listening, uh, they need to for sure do that. <laughs> exactly. That's, so that's been that's been the that fight a, right now. You know what I'm saying? Because end of the day, a lot of DJs can't go out and DJ these clubs because some of them are high risk or some of them want to bring them home to their families. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, what sure. we can really do is, you know, keep in contact with our fans is by DJing the live streams. Because end of the day, you out of sight, you out of mind, and they go on to the next DJ. So you got to keep your name afloat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of DJs are not on radio. A lot of DJs don't have the fan base like, you know, larger name DJs have. So it's like doing Instagram lives or DJing on Facebook or the, the means of keeping them afloat. So hopefully one day, you know, they figure it out. And then hopefully one day this coronavirus can lower down so we can get back to, you know, yeah. maybe not how things used to be, but at least um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not, we not, we not running around on eggshells, you know, thinking, oh, my God, this person just coughed or this person too close to me. Like, at least be a little more ease of mind yeah, huh? and anxiety. Exactly. Because, you know, I know a lot of people that's, I, well, period. A lot of people got families, and yeah. they don't want to bring it home to their kids yeah, you or some exactly. of the older people exactly. they're around. Exactly, yeah. exactly, for sure, man. I I definitely believe that coming out of this, everyone's going to be a lot better. Things might not get back to the way they used to be, but I feel yeah. like they'll be a lot better for real. A lot of people that honed in on their skills and worked a lot harder. No, I believe so too, man. For sure. I I just hope the hope these polls go in our favor. If you feel me? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. That's that's no, say less. You know that's, that's, going that's, that's, that's what I worried about. It's a, little, it's a little close, but it's yeah, too. It's a little. It's, close, a little, but, it's nah. a little too close for comfort right now, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no, ain't, it's never no comfort in the election system, but man, I feel like everything is always going to work out for the best. Especially oh, get man. him out of here. He did his job as far as bringing evil out, and you know, Yo, uh, and now it's our time to clean it up. It's our time to clean Yo, it up. I mean, again, it's like we just went through this yeah. already. <laughs> like, like, you know, what I mean, my man Barrio, <laughs> my man Barrio, aka Beijing Barry, cleaned it up already, and then this dude will mess it up. Like, bro, yeah. you had the blueprint. <laughs> but this is why I always feel people who are not politicians should not be presidents or should not be sure. anything in the government. Yeah, it's like a doctor. You don't want a psychiatrist to do open heart surgery on you. Exactly. Like, you might know a little bit about it, but yeah, exactly. come on now. Like, exactly. It's no, not the same. Exactly. Like, just because you're you was a decent, I'm not going to say good, he was a decent business person. Doesn't mean you can run a country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude has no yeah. idea what he's doing. And we all know this. But I don't know. Exactly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. You definitely should. Yeah, you... yeah but shout out to Flame of Hot Yeah, that guy's getting out of here. So enough about him. Yeah. <laughs> Flame of Hot Cheetos work. <laughs> all right. One more question for you, man. Um, 
besides the things that we talked about so far, you know, what's uh, what's uh, what's a long term goal that you're working on? You know, what's coming out of this? What are you working towards um, if you're not already doing it? Um, God willing, I would say right now. Um, I love I love DJing, but I'm I'm still branching out. You know, trying to do more um business moves. So, like for those that don't know, a lot of people call me DJ Pinnacle, but I only refer myself as Pinnacle. I like to take the DJ out of it because I feel like I could touch more things than just being a DJ. Um, so you know what I'm saying? So that's like I would love to open up my own one day, my own restaurant lounge. I would love to open up different, you know, entities to bring in more um economy into the black communities. Um, I would love to, you know, be on radio more frequently, not just Sirius XM or getting on a station in the tri-state, but if I could get on a, on a radio station in Georgia, get on a radio station in Florida, get a radio station in California, like just branch out because if you, I feel like if you keep yourself in one box, you go stay in that box. So, and mm -hmm. also I, I'm, I feel like I'm a very versatile DJ. I could play just about everything. And those who listen to my Instagram live, I done DJ. <laughs> I done took you to the strip club. I took you to church. <laughs> I took it to the EDM <laughs> festival. I took you. I took it to. I, get, I did. A, I did a passport mix DJing stuff from from Latin to Afrobeat to reggae to you know what I mean to even like Egyptian rap. I, I like. I like to touch every single genre because I generally oh, I'm a fan of music, and music is my thing. So I, I definitely want to just dabble into more genres to make it seem to make it show that black people just don't DJ hip hop and R&B and reggae all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, saying? Because as soon as you because as soon as you put a, you know, as soon as you see a black DJ, you autom automatically most promoters, most radio stations, most people think, oh, that's all he play. Mm -hmm. But you get a Spanish DJ, oh, he plays Spanish music. He can play pop music. He can play top 40. Well, yet I, I play top 40. I play EDM, I play, I play, <laughs> I play all them genres. So right. when I DJ for you know clients who are not black, they be like, "Where you come from, bro?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, wow, know what I'm saying? And and and, and like, quite has kept like a lot of my um corporate bookings have predominantly been Caucasian, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean, like. And and so I get continue to get bookings all the time, especially the sweet sixteens and stuff like that. Because these kids, they listen to everything. They listen to hip hop. They listen to the the the, the, the rock, the e, the EDM, the top forty, the mainstream. So we have a DJ, a black DJ who actually could do it all. It's like, okay, that's a winner right there. So I, I just want to keep branching out. Keep you know, no pun intended. Keep taking it to the next level, to the to the pinnacle. Know what I mean? And and just do different things that could help you know make more financial streaming, you know, options available to make more, you know, talent streaming options available. So where I could bring other DJs and I know that, you know what? Okay. Yo, you come here, do that. This DJ come do that. I could be the, I could be the boss and the leader to put people in positions to win. So that's, so that's my biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause once you're able to do that, then I believe God has blessed you. Indeed. Indeed. When you're able to reach back and, you know, pull the people that you know around you, up with you so exactly. hey it's that's a blessing that's 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 what uh my company is all about for, for real it's it's about giving light and uh positivity and roses to the people that deserve them and you might not get them all the time but that's what we uh focus on doing for sure 
Um, man, it's been a, it's been a blessing uh, to hit, sit here and speak with you. Don't want to keep you, but I definitely got to say, uh, you know, thank you for this opportunity. You know, to sit down with me. We haven't got to meet in person yeah. because of all of this stuff going on. <laughs> but I'm, I definitely want to get out and um, and you know meet with other people as well, including yourself. But this definitely doesn't have to be the last time that we do this. Definitely want to oh, check in, definitely. check in and see how everything is going. But once again, like I said, I want to say thank you on behalf of all the independent artists uh, that you help uh, put their music out there. All of the in the industry artists that might not have gave you giving you your flowers. I want to say thank you on behalf of them, uh, my company as well, as I stated. And, yo, we definitely have to do it again. It's been a blessing. Definitely, definitely, bro. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me, man. Much blessings, much love, bro. Indeed. Thank you so much, Pinnacle. Ah, yo. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the, m movers of the culture. Movers of the culture, of the culture. Movers of the culture. Movers of the culture. Of the culture, movers of the culture, of the culture, movers of the culture, of the culture, movers of the movers of the movers of the culture.